0: skeptical about custom beauty honestly y'all I totally get it my feed is flooded with customized this and personalized that all promising you know to fix all of our beauty hair and skin problems truthfully I was so skeptical when I saw this brand but I'm a total believer now when pro says custom they actually mean it their products are no gimmicks and your formula couldn't exist without you they asked like how much effort do you want to put into your hair (laughs)
1: because I'm at the point you know I used to let yeah
0: I used to do those you know put effort into my appearance but now it's like I just want to be able to walk out of the door without feeling self-conscious um This is truly such a genuine endorsement. I've really enjoyed using these products.
1: But don't just take our word for it. In a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised control clinical trial, this is like the gold standard of all of these trials,
0: and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Just Break Up. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra Demolder,
1: And I'm Sam Blackwell. And this week, we're going to tackle topics like Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah, Valentine's Day. (laughs) This Sunday, it's happening. And this is a special bonus episode of Just Break Up. Um, Our seasoned listeners know we put out an episode every Monday. And then we put out a bonus um, exclusive episode on Wednesdays for our Patreon listeners. And this week, we decided to do a little something different in honor of the love holiday coming up this weekend. The strange time that we're in the the weird triggers of of Valentine's Day that we're coming up against um, and so we're releasing this on our primary feed so surprise and merry good Valentine's weekend to you <laughs> yeah yes yeah
1: good Valentine's unto you good, and yours
0: yes <laughs> milady <laughs> yeah anyway <laughs> it's going to go great this episode's going to be great
1: <laughs> uh, it's going to be fantastic um OK, well, let's just jump into the letter because I feel like it's going to lead us to all the things that we need to talk about. Right. OK, this letter comes from Coral Goodgrief, who's writing from London. Coral writes, Dear Sierra and Sam, I feel so pathetic for asking this and almost childish. But how do I get through Valentine's Day? Mm. I know it's pathetic and yet another holiday that capitalism feeds on, but I'm always alone on Valentine's Day. I absolutely love seeing how love looks on other people. I've been single for over 10 years and have only been on a handful of dates in that time, but most years, even without a love of my own or a date, I look forward to February 14th because I love witnessing the joy on people's faces when they are in love, and I'm always hopeful that I will find someone, even though I never have, there's always cheap chocolate, booze and lingerie <laughs> to look forward to the next day. This year, however, I don't feel any hope and I struggle to find the fun in it. I just feel terrified of how aware I am that I'm alone. Even kind and thoughtful acts that I am carrying out for myself are only emphasizing my loneliness. I saw flowers, bought them for myself and promptly broke down crying as soon as I got home because I couldn't bear the fact that I had reached an empty home with no one to message and flowers I had to buy for myself. Mm. Perhaps it is the aftermath of the pandemic and being alone for quarantine and lockdown that makes me terrified of Valentine's Day this year. It's getting to the point where it's so hard to focus on anything other than the loneliness. It's true that I miss my friends and family, but I also miss having someone want me. I know that everyone knows what loneliness feels like, but it's starting to feel like a primary emotion rather than a secondary one Mm. that I can beat with coping mechanisms. Every morning gets a little harder to shake it off. For a long time, I have listened to that voice that tells me I will always be alone, that I will never find someone who will want me, but I don't want that voice to be my companion on Valentine's Day. What can I do to beat this holiday at its own cruelty? Thank you so much for being so delightfully insightful and gentle to all of your listeners and community.
0: Oh, thank you so much for writing. What a thoughtful, adorable, painfully real letter.
1: Hmm.
0: so i think we're unpacking a couple things in this letter first i mean i like joked about it earlier but like valentine's day can be a pretty uh challenging season or holiday for some folks uh, you know many people and myself included to be completely honest um many people it's a nothing day right like i i personally have have not been particularly triggered by valentine's day when i was single and and when i am in in relationships or or in couplehood um i just don't care about valentine's day it doesn't affect me but i also work for myself <laughs> you know like i, I work <laughs> al- alone in my home um i don't have to, i don't often have to see things that i don't want to see is what i'm trying to say and we know that like every other capitalistic holiday as our letter writer has said we are we get valentine's day shoved down our throats whether it's mm. at target or the um drugstore or in holiday cards or at school you know we, we are mandated to give uh other students valentine's day cards and th- you know like it's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. everywhere even on my block um there's an old lady who like decorates the outside of her house for every small holiday it's it's actually very charming and i would <laughs> love to cute. go in her house one day because i'm sure it's just full filled with like seasonal knickknacks <laughs> mm-hmm. but like i was reminded of the red and pink um explosion that happens every February because I walked on my street, not because I Mm -hmm. like was like, well, let me get triggered today. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're dealing with the holiday, not only the, um, capitalism's take on it, (laughs) but also, um, and, and the triggers that come with that, but also the societal pressure to be not single, anything but single, you know, I I feel like we're told Mm -hmm. that as single people, um, we are, incomplete and worth less on top of all of that shitcake cake is like this icing of coming up on a year-long pandemic that has totally turned our world upside down in a way that we in our live in our lifetimes have never experienced um mm-hmm. and i know and we've talked about this on the podcast before we've gotten used to the pandemic in ways like it has come in waves, you know, the the isolation, the different regulations, the restrictions on our lives, you know, and but it it's it's there all the time and it's humming behind us. And sometimes it, it catches up to us and overwhelms us. Um, the touch starvation we're all experiencing, the isolation, the added anxiety paranoia, stress, um f- straight up fear, grief. So many people are grieving right now. Um so we're de- we're we're unpacking more than just Valentine's Day in this letter, although it's like wrapped up in like a cute pink and fucking red doily bow, you know?
1: <laughs> uh-huh. And it's it's chocolate filled, which is super exciting. No, no,
0: it's like one of those like chocolates that you have to bite into to figure out what it is and it's just it's just like filled with poison in this sludge. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, that was like a little macabre, but.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah. I think Sierra's spot on coral. And I just want to say like, yeah, no, no wonder you're feeling right. like this holiday that has once brought you joy is now bringing you a lot of, a lot of pain because like the circumstances of the world have changed significantly since last Valentine's day. Um, and and i am not surprised that that in the wake of this huge awful collective trauma that we are all going through you're feeling different about this holiday right like you know the the year that my dad died uh when when fathers day rolled around it right. was awful right. like it was a constant constant reminder any place that i went into was like father's day father's day father's day it was father's day it's ads on television. that's
0: the word i keep coming back mm-hmm. to because it's like yeah you couldn't avoid it
1: no i couldn't i could not avoid it anywhere i went and so like i would break down literally crying in a target which is like not an ideal thing for me to be doing
0: oh my god but the most but,
1: universal thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah right but like I had to remember, like, yeah, um, this is re triggering a very mm. real trauma that I experienced. And we are we are experiencing a very real trauma right now around the sense of isolation that we are all feeling, but that some of us are feeling even more, more deeply, yes. right? Like folks who don't have a a, a live in person who can they can touch and they can hang out with and can provide them with the social and emotional connection that we as humans all need. Like, yeah, of course, of course, this is going to be a really difficult holiday, even though it brought you joy before and will hopefully bring you joy in future years. It's like, of course it's going to make you feel a different type of way because of the awful, awful circumstances that we're in this year.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I think about how, Even on this podcast, um, I going back to what I started with is like the the pressure or the societal the way society looks upon singlehood too. The idea that you're less than that, like your 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 other half soulmate is out there waiting for you to meet them and complete your life. You know, Mm -hmm. how many love poems have you heard that like reference that idea? Um, And I think that I am guilty of positioning love and couplehood at the center of my understanding of the world right um Mm -hmm. even on this podcast when we give advice i i catch myself often and and sometimes don't you know like sometimes i don't catch myself um Mm -hmm. uh forgetting to uh acknowledge that being in partnership with someone while it gives us so many gifts and blessings in our life is not the path to wholeness or the path to worthiness. And it's not, it's not even, dare I say, it's not even our purpose on earth. Right. Um, And I think it's a complicated thing. Um, I think it's one of those like yes and situations because Love and partnership obviously can bring so much to our lives, but even in love and partnership, um, it, it, it boils down to the self, right? Mm. Um, I'm not really sure where I'm going with that point other than to, I guess, be a little bit accountable of, of you know, I forget sometimes that this pandemic um, has been particularly cruel to people who are living alone, um, I forget sometimes mm-hmm. that in giving my advice to people to like you know like hold out hope and um you know ask for what you need and 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 your good true love is out there that i'm that I'm essentially reinforcing the cultural narrative that that tells us that we're incomplete without a partner um mm. I know that's kind of like meandering, but I just want to bring that into this space too because i can't we can't mm-hmm. talk to coral um. Without saying both, you deserve a partner. You're lovable. You are desirable. Um, the feelings you feel, your loneliness, is real and valid. Um, your hope is good, and also you are complete right now. You know, like, and I think mm-hmm. there's some tension there mm-hmm. that I'm not sure how to articulate. Um, but I just want to like invite it into the room or into the conversation.
1: Yeah. Your disappointment about Valentine's Day doesn't make you any less whole, right? Like your, because first of all, let me just say it. Let me go on the tirade. Valentine's Day is designed to make you feel bad so that you'll buy things. That is what it is made for. It is a holiday. It is the makeup uh, of
0: holidays. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's designed to make you feel ugly. So you spend money. (laughs) A saint,
1: right? A saint that like very few people, I don't even know what that, I don't know who St. Valentine is. I couldn't tell you what he's the patron saint of or like what his story is. Small,
0: tiny candy hearts.
1: Yes, that's right. And yet every day, apparently we celebrate him for whatever reason right this is an arbitrary holiday chosen by capitalism to make you feel bad about either being single or make you feel bad about the fact that you're not buying your partner enough things to make Mm -hmm. them know they love you Mm -hmm. or you love them right like that's what it's designed to do and i just like i want to throw that out there so that we can all just be on the same page about how this holiday is designed to make us feel bad yeah like that is what it is designed to do And so the fact that you feel bad doesn't mean you're a bad person. doesn't mean that you're not happy, healthy, whole. It just means that you are made to feel bad in this moment because of a holiday that was created that you didn't necessarily consent to. And so I just want to say that to say, like, if you want to if you are going to feel bad on Valentine's Day, that's okay. Yeah. Right. Like. It doesn't mean that you're not healing. It doesn't mean that you're not growing. It doesn't mean that you are not healing you know, okay with being single or that you are not in some way happy, healthy and whole, right? Like the fact that Father's Day continues to trigger me doesn't mean that I haven't like figured out a way to to mourn and like grow through my grief process with my dad, right? It just means that, that, hard, that, that Father's Day is a hard day. And so I think sometimes we get in this idea, like, you know, when we talk about, we talked about this in the podcast a while ago of like, showing grace doesn't mean that you don't get upset Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. it is and the same thing of like being healed quote-unquote healed doesn't mean that you never experience pain doesn't mean that you never experience single
0: like being like okay well my this is my life single I'm happy I understand um all of my needs doesn't mean you don't feel loneliness or crave a partner at times
1: absolutely knowing your worth knowing that you are Um, a whole lovable person even though you don't have a person in your life doesn't mean that you aren't lonely doesn't mean that you aren't upset about the fact that you don't have someone right and I think sometimes we we create this expectation of ourselves that like oh if if I'm feeling bad about this then that means that I've like bought into the myth of this Mm -hmm. or that means that I am doubting myself or that means that I'm not grieving properly or that I haven't moved on from this thing but it's these things are not linear. These things are always complicated. And just because we have bad days or are triggered by bad things doesn't mean that we aren't growing, that we aren't healing, that we aren't loving ourselves radically. It just means that like these things happen. These things trigger us. These things are are bad. These things are part of the journey of more deeply understanding and loving ourselves. Mm. So don't, I guess don't feel bad about feeling bad. No, I think right? oh,
0: like, well, I think that's perfect. <laughs> I I I'll jump on that and just say I think there's some some radical acceptance that can be had here. Um, mm-hmm. if you radically accept what's going on It takes the pressure off of trying to diagnose something, trying to fix something, trying to be Mm -hmm. anything but what you are in this moment, which is fucking hella stressed, (laughs) (laughs) lonely, you know, like um, we Mm -hmm. are what we are. um, And if we radically accept that moment, then the flowers, you know, the flowers that you bought for yourself on any other day would be a gift to yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. But right now they are a symbol. They're a symbol that you have to love yourself, but let's break that down a little, right? Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. can interpret that as and you know and our anxiety and our pain sure as hell wants us to interpret it as no one there's no one here to love me and to do this for me, but if this would if you bought your flowers for yourself on a random Tuesday in July, you wouldn't you would say. This is such a gift to myself look at me enjoying mm-hmm. this look at me making my house more cozy more beautiful look at me splurging on myself um so it it if we radically accept what those flowers are a gift to yourself and also a reminder that you are alone they d- they don't have to symbolize the triggering pain that I think that we that, that you're giving it you know what I mean
1: mm-hmm Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with that. Um, and it's because this holiday is in such a scarcity mindset, right? Like it is supposed to teach us to want the things, want more things from people. And so like, yeah, that, you would, if you did this for yourself in July, it would be an, it would be an asset, right? Because it would be like unexpected. It Mm, would be like, but because you're, you're doing this in, on February 14th, it is instead a, it is a deficit it is a marker of the fact that you are lacking and need to find some way to fill that back up but we know that's not true right the things that we buy the people that are in our life are not don't define who we are don't don't add or subtract to who we are as people right we are always healthy or we are always whole lovable people and the other thing that i'll just say too is like you know also in this time of of incredible stress the tools that we might have had to help support ourselves in past years right. aren't working anymore and again it that is okay it doesn't mean that that tool's a bad tool doesn't mean that that tool's never going to work again it just means that right now in this time that tool isn't working as well as it used to in the past right like Honestly, like my anxiety over the course of the past, like two months has been like at an all time high. And the things that I do to help alleviate that anxiety aren't working very well. Like in normal times, the things that I would do like meditation and like yoga and going for walks and exercising and like deep breathing and like reminding myself of things that I know are true are just not working right now. And it's because of the... the immense amount of stress and pressure that we are all under right Mm -hmm. now and so again this is a time for us to 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 offer ourselves some grace to recognize that like our tools aren't working but that doesn't mean that they're bad tools and that this is a time of stress and trauma this is a time this isn't necessarily a time for self-growth this is Mm. a time for self-maintenance right like honestly until like we are sort of getting back into things where we can sort of be in community with each other again. Like sometimes it's got to just be like, what do I need to do to literally get to tomorrow? Like, what do I need to do to get past this fucking holiday that's designed to make me feel bad? Right. And if that's crying in bed the whole day, that sucks for sure, but it's also if that's what you need to do, that's what you need to do. Yeah. Like we don't necessarily need to feel in this moment this need to like rise up into our higher selves, and more just like what do, what does it look like for me to to get through this day with as little damage to my to my understanding of myself, to my mental health as possible.
0: I think sometimes I think you're so right. I love the I love the picture that you just painted because what I pictured was like um someone you know watching netflix in bed all day with like right next to them there's a box of chocolates and a box of tissues (laughs) and a and a a bag of snacks or whatever you need to like you know be like okay this day is gonna be challenging and i'm gonna i'm not just gonna be gentle with myself i'm gonna be indulgent you know because (laughs) now is not the time you know Self care and self growth. We we assume that they look all elegant, all peaceful. You know, it's like namaste, bubble bath, all of. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's like eating raw cookie dough, um, half naked in the middle of the night. <laughs> you know. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's crying in Target, you know, sometimes it's not doing your dishes for two weeks or, you know, whatever, Let's whatever gets us to that next day during this time of high stress, high anxiety, high trauma. Um, Absolutely. I did want to add something to the idea that um, one of, when I was listening to your letter, something I wrote down just like quickly and subconsciously was your hope is good. I, I, Coral, I love the way you talk about love. And I love the way you talk about years past, how you could look upon the face of two people loving each other and feel warmed by it. Um, I Mm. think that's a beautiful thing. Um, And I think this is an opportunity, too. If you have the capacity, if you have the emotional space, energy, whatever you want um, to do it, it's it's a great time to pack, practice some loving kindness thoughts and, mm. and uh, root yourself in duality. Life is complicated. Life is yes and statements. I am whole as a single person I, and I feel... It, um, loneliness right i know i don't Mm -hmm. need a partner to complete me and i'd love a partner right i know Mm -hmm. valentine's day is just a stupid (laughs) capitalist fucking joke day and it's very it's really triggering me (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. that is life at its core two contradicting things being true at the same time and so connecting that to 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 your hope earlier like the the your affection for love um If you have the emotional capacity, I want you to think of some of those dual thoughts. Like I want people in the world to feel loved and it's, I hate that I'm craving love right now. I hate that I'm lonely, you know, I wish love for my loved ones. I wish love for my neighbors and I wish I had love, you know, (laughs) like it's, it's, I want you to see if you have emotional space, time, if this serves you, if not, just like fast forward to this part, (laughs) sit and think, you know, like do, do a twofold action, which is, um, send love into the world and acknowledge your pain. I, I, I hope that everyone finds love today sucks for me. (laughs) You know, um, I, -hmm. I, I want to be able to. Appreciate my neighbor's relationship and their love. But today I feel really lonely. I'm, I feel upset in a way that doesn't feel good. You know, like practice that motion of acknowledging all of it, um, because I was really moved in your letter when you talked about your previous relationship to Valentine's Day. Um, I thought that it was I thought that it it, it felt um, beautiful and light and joyful, and something it was a light that I saw in you um, and if you have the emotional capacity and the and and if this feels good, I want you to practice shining that light outward and then inward right mm-hmm. If not, I mean like get those double stuffed oreos and like turn on the fucking <laughs> hallmark channel and and ball your eyes out that's that's sometimes what we need to do we need to give ourselves Mm -hmm. space sometimes we just need space this week's episode we talked about like the human desire to to diagnose or give your give yourself a prognosis to say like there is something wrong with me look at all my wrongness instead of saying this is what I am right now. This is what I'm feeling. This is this is the pain that mm-hmm. I have. Instead of just making space for it, we want to like point fingers. We want to feel broken. We want to feel um, ineffective, you know? Sometimes we just have to be. And the one more thing I want to say is, I one phrase came to me when you, when we were listening to your letter, is that day, if, if Valentine's it's day itself is particularly hard to you or in the next coming days um, and you feel those feelings coming on if it feels right just nod to those feelings like literally nod to them i'm Mm -hmm. feeling lonely say it out loud nod to it make space for it welcome it in and know yep. that it does not define you it it will mm-hmm. not drown you in fact sometimes naming it articulating it makes it feel more approachable more mm-hmm. um more touchable you know like if you if you yep. if you make a seat for your sadness next to you then it doesn't feel like your enemy it feels like your friend that you need to comfort
1: Absolutely. That's right. There's no shame in feeling bad about this holiday, right? There is no shame in in being lonely. There is no shame in feeling isolated. There is no shame in wanting so badly a partner. And and I think the narrative that we've created is, is that there is shame in all of those things that like, we should always be happy being single. And like, if we're not, that means we don't love ourselves. But like, you can love yourself deeply and also be really sad that you're alone. And like, And I think that Sierra is exactly right. In in this time, when these emotions are going to be so big, are going to make themselves so known, sometimes the the tool that we need most is to figure out how we can live in partnership with them, how we can invite them in to say, like, I'm not afraid of you. I feel you. I embrace you. I know that these emotions that I'm feeling aren't shameful, aren't irrational, aren't aren't unjustified and I'm going to sit with them because I know that those are the things that I'm feeling right now. And we can talk about tomorrow and what tomorrow looks like, but today these feelings are the feelings that I need to sit with that need to be my companions. And, and I think that there is something that is so human about that. There is something that is so, um, I don't know, healing about inviting Mm -hmm. the reality of, those emotions in even when we don't want to because they're painful and hard and we think they speak poor of poorly of us as humans as like as like enlightened humans to feel bad about being alone right like no like that is there is something beautiful in that there is something that is like working towards healing in that um and i just think you have absolutely no reason to feel sad about being alone and yet i can understand how deeply sad you are about that. And
0: on that note, I want to say too about this idea of resistance, you know, I think us as humans, we create so much inner turmoil and added resistance with this ongoing expectation we have of ourselves to be perfect. When we mm-hmm. feel the, what I would categorized as negative emotions or how we would categorize them sadness grief anger jealousy those sorts of things we really resist them more than we more than we acknowledge them first and i think it's because it it makes us realize that we're not perfect you know it's like we have been imbued with this high expectation of being this perfect being who never Mm -hmm. gets sad who never gets anxious who's never frustrated or jealous or or grief stricken or whatever, and that expectation. And I just, I just want to like remind everyone in the world that it is impossible to live a life <laughs> that avoids right. these emotions. It is impossible at yep. any stage of your life to not mm-hmm. feel those quote unquote negative emotions. It doesn't matter how old you are, how successful your career or your relationship is. doesn't matter if you are in a relationship. It doesn't matter um, what your life looks like, how mm-hmm. old you are, where you are, whatever. It is impossible to live a life that that is free of those challenging experiences, those challenging emotions. I think that it's our instinct to feel those things and immediately feel wrong, feel um, broken, feel uh, to basically to extend our hurting, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of I, I, I'm trying to teach myself um, in this journey of life to when I feel sad or depressed or anxious, I'm, I want to try to, you know, pull up a chair for that sadness, give that sadness a place to sit next to me, nod to it, acknowledge it, treat it as a friend and not an enemy because there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with me feeling sad. Just like it's, there's nothing wrong with coral feeling lonely right now.
1: Yeah, no, I love, I love that idea of inviting in, um, those negative emotions that we know are going to be there and, and sitting with them and and figuring out how you two can partner together, right? Like right. how to acknowledge their existence and, and stop fighting against them necessarily, right? Like, I think that we, you know, um, you know, I think that we should also be sort of like finding ways to like move towards joy and move towards abundance and move towards happiness. But like, that doesn't mean that those other emotions just go away, right? Yeah. And, and so and how would... can we make sure that our our those negative quote unquote negative emotions are partners with us in where we want to go.
0: Yeah. And I would argue that motion towards joy must include acknowledging the sadness or the loneliness Mm. or whatever like that. That is not a motion of resistance. That is a motion of acceptance um, of seeing acknowledgement of gratitude and moving through something just Uh, moving through something instead of moving past or away, something away from something or
1: even against it. Right. Exactly. Those those negative emotions aren't going to relent to you. Just throwing yourself against them. Right? (laughs) Saying like this, this can't happen. I don't want this. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And Sam and I are not trying to be like pessimistic or nihilistic or depressing when we talk about this. It's just, I think we do ourselves a disservice by, Expecting so much perfection from ourselves, you know, allowing our loved ones, our neighbors, strangers on the street to be flawed and not allowing ourselves to experience those same human flaws. Right. Which aren't even flaws in the first place. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about lately in my therapy and in my life, just like how much pressure I put on myself uh, to be. um to be perfect. I I, I'm so hard on myself and I'm not even a perfectionist. I think I grew up thinking that perfectionism was what that looked like, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's really like me feeling like I can't, uh, that I need to make a perfect dinner for my in-laws or else they're going to think that I'm a bad wife, you know, or me thinking, (laughs) um, that if, if Sam has a hard day at the pod on the podcast, that I'm a bad person, you know, it's like a, Mm -hmm. it's, It's this constantly, it's, it's these wild expectations of myself that I don't have on anyone else, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that that's, that's a hundred percent real. And I also think that, you know, at the end of the day, what I've learned from my experience, let me say this at the end of the day, those negative quote unquote, negative emotions are going to happen whether or not I want them to happen. Right. right. I can't like will myself out of my grief. I can't will myself out of my anxiety what i can do is find things that serve me in moving through them in ways that are that are better for me right like i can find i On days when I know that I'm going to be, are going to be really triggering for me, like how can I clear my schedule? How can I do things that are going to help support me, right? How can I be with myself and my grief instead of trying to actively fight against it? Or on days where I know that I'm going to be super anxious, right? Like what can I do to, to not say, oh my God, I'm anxious. I shouldn't be feeling anxious. And instead say, I'm feeling anxious. What do I have at my disposal to help me figure out what to do with this emotion? Um, Because like Sierra said, those emotions are going to be constant companions. They're always Mm, going to be with us. And the point of this head and heart work isn't to not feel those things. The point of this head and heart work is to find ways to be able to either make it through those things as unscathed as possible or to make it through those things with the tools and resources that we have to be able to make something different out of them. And And both of those scenarios are a-okay. like if you want to just make it through today, go for it. If you want to find something meaningful out of it, you can try for sure. Let's do that. But, but really in these times that are especially trying, all we need to do often is figure out how to maintain, to get us to the, the next thing that's day. no longer triggering us, right? right? Exactly. Like to get us to the next day, to get us to or, the joy, and the day even, right? Like, cause right. Absolutely.
0: Um, but on that note, I guess in closing, I want to, um, Coral, I want to invite you to do whatever you need to do to, to mm-hmm. get through this, to take care of yourself, to to make it to the next day. Um, and I'm going to ask Sam and Sam and I can each share like what, what, what have we done or what do we do when we know we're going to have a particularly triggering day, a hard anniversary, mm-hmm. um, or if we're just feeling like Uh, really run down you know and really challenged by life experiences or whatever how do you take care of yourself on that day sam
1: yeah i would say uh i probably have two strategies Uh, the one would be to like just hole up for the day commit to not doing anything like get out the extended editions of the Lord of the Rings and be like, okay, I'm going to commit to watching probably not all three. That's a little excessive, but like at least two of these
0: Christmas movie. (laughs) Let's debate that offline.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes. Let's debate that. And then, or the other thing that I would try and do would be to do something that I know is going to um, like occupy my brain Uh, occupy my hands, occupy my body in a way that is going to like tire me out enough that I can like go to sleep and wake up the next day. So like doing a house project, um, you know, like baking something, like something that is like really tangible that that is also like consuming the part of my mind that might be like fixating or cycling um, to try and just like get myself into that, like really low hum of like I'm in the zone.
0: Yeah, (laughs) totally.
1: Where it's just like, all right, let's do this. Let's let's get through this, and then and then just be tired and like, isolated and a little crabby by the end of the day, so that I can just like commit to going to bed.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, I have like a somewhat similar approach. I, I think that I am the type of soul or being who when I am sad, I, I either hundred percent ignore it or I dig my feet in, I dig my heels into it, you know? So <laughs> yeah. I, I think when I look back on some past challenging days that I've had, or like, I remember one day at the beginning of the pandemic, I felt particularly anxious. Um, I found a podcast about going through the pandemic um, and feeling isolated and anxious. And I listened to yeah. it while walking around my neighborhood, like crying. <laughs> um, uh, that is to say, I tend to like, um, I find comfort and knowledge, um, uh, in head and heart work style podcasts, I'll call them, you know, so whether it's like a Brene Brown thing on vulnerability, or maybe there's a podcast out there about loneliness and about dealing with the pandemic or being virtually or not so virtually connected, um, mm-hmm. I kind of like, I, I, I seek out that type of resources, um, when I'm feeling sad, but that might not be for everybody. What is for everyone, especially now that they're gluten-free is Oreos. I, (laughs) I, uh, I always make sure that I have some sort of bomb, delicious dinner plan for myself. It's normally Grubhub, like five sushi rolls or something, you know, something indulgent, something that makes me feel like I'm taking care of myself. Um, and then something uh, rewarding. Uh, like I said, you know, it could be cookie dough, it could be Oreos, it could be um whatever you whatever you need to feel like you're taking care of yourself today because the, the point is to get through today. Um but I love what Sam said about House Project. Uh House Projects is like my most expensive hobby. Um but it also <laughs> is so good for my mental health. I love having a project to start to finish. Um I that just like Sam said, the busy work is really good for my brain and my anxiety. And when he said that, I imagined you let Coral like painting an accent wall in your bedroom. Pink, mm-hmm. you know, or or yeah. re, uh, potty, buying some plants and potting some plants, or baking, making yourself a cake, or something proactive, something externally like upgrading for your life, so that you can feel proud mm-hmm. of it when you lay down and go go to bed. Um, and the last thing I'm going to say, which is 100% transparent and 100% personal, is that in the past I would have gotten really high. <laughs> <laughs> I would have, you know, taken a weed candy and really enjoyed that sushi. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Really enjoyed those Oreos. Let me tell yeah. you. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like six <laughs> sleeves of them. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: All jokes aside, that literally helps me get, you know, I, I, I share that not because I um, don't condone, necessarily condone substances to help us like get through things, um, but I share it because in my some of my darkest and hardest times, um, something like weed to help me sleep and feel physically relaxed was incredible and unmatched in terms of coping things, uh, coping mechanisms. Um, And I know that's not for everybody, but like that's just an example to say, like, sometimes you do what you fucking got to do to get to the next day.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep, that's real.
0: And also like weed should be legal. And everyone, everyone should be out of yeah. prison for selling weed. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. Yes, I just need to say 100%. that.
0: Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, Coral, thank you so much for writing. Oh, hey, the last thing I want to say is um, if you get anything from this, I just want you to know that Sam and I see you wholly and completely. And, you, and we see how hard your heart is working and how much it's carrying right now and how undeserved it is, right? You don't deserve to feel this way. Um, Mm. and we see, we see you, we see you in this loneliness. We see you in this weird solitary time. Um, and we hope you feel a little less alone or at least just seen, which is all we can really ask for.
1: Absolutely. We love you so much, Coral. Thank you so much for writing.
0: Thank you. All right, friends, the blind date for this special bonus quickie uh, Just Break Up episode is our upcoming virtual live show happening this Saturday. It's uh, February 13th at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. It's our virtual Valentine's Day Just Break Up live show. We're going to answer some letters like we do on the normal episodes, on all episodes, really. <laughs> I don't know why I said normal. Um <laughs> And it's a great way to spend some time with us if you're feeling isolated or potentially triggered or, hey, you just love us and you want to hang out um, and the time zone is right for you. Come hang out with us this Saturday at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. Tickets are just $5 and you can get them and all the info about the event at JustBreakupPod.com, which is also where you can get our merchandise and take advantage of our 20% off all t-shirt sale happening right now.
1: Hey, if you liked this episode hey. and you are like, this is cool to get this uh, midweek. I like that they're like and... short
0: and like they don't <laughs> yeah. talk as much. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, This is what we do every week on Patreon. So if you like this content, if you want more of it, um, please support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. You'll get an episode like this every week. a month for an additional bonus weekly episode as as well as access to our back catalog of over 100 episodes like this. So please check that out, patreon.com slash justbreakuppod.
0: Original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend, Big Cats. Make sure to check out his podcast, the What If Podcast. And remember, you deserve to be kind to yourself. You are allowed to... Take time to be sad. You are allowed to cry, to wail, to weep. You are allowed to ask for help. You are allowed to sit in the emotions that may feel uncomfortable. You are allowed to do things that make you feel better. You are allowed to heal. Be patient with yourself as you learn better and new ways to love yourself through life you are worthy of being taken care of and if all else fails
1: just break up